Yo. Mr. Justin McDowell. Hello. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. All right. The new mic is coming in handy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. So let's get right into it. You know how we do it, raw and uncut. <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Vern Lee. And today I have a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. What's up, versus babies? It's Justin McDowell. All right, all right, all right, man. It's been a while since I've talked to you, like a year almost. Yeah, uh, funny you should mention that. <laughs> we've talked in the uh, we've talked in the Discord, of course, but uh, talking in person with you, yeah, it's been about a year. Yeah, yeah. Because, that, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I meant, voice to voice. Like, yeah, we yeah. we interact all the time on Discord, so that's nothing new. But you know, after uh, playing versus face to the face for the first time in two years. Uh, it, it there definitely is a difference in actually hearing a voice and seeing a person. So, yeah, uh, for sure, I'm I'm jealous of all the people who got to go to Midwinter. Man, I wish you could have came. I wish you could have. Yeah, came. I always feel like I should because my brother lives in Milwaukee, and so it's like the perfect excuse to go visit and then not see him for an entire weekend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, maybe next Midwinter you can come through. Yeah, I think I think I should make some plans for that. Yeah, it'd be great man. to actually get together with everyone. You love it, man. Midwinter is different. The feel is is just um, I don't know how to say it, but it's like just being around a big happy family. Yeah, it just it, seems so joyous. Yeah, yeah, it really even, is. Even even when the competition is stiff, then it just seems like everyone's having a lot more fun yeah. for for some reason. Yeah, it's stiff, but it just doesn't feel the same as, you know, some of the big time conventions. It's it's a different feel. It's hard to describe it. You got to experience it for yourself. But everybody that has, they they get it. You know, a lot of people uh -huh. feel like it's their favorite event. So, yeah. But that's not oh, what cool. we're here to talk about. <laughs> that's not what we're here <laughs> to talk about. Uh, you got some things going on. Uh, uh so why don't you just talk about what you got coming up? I know you have uh, a couple of projects that you constantly work on. Uh, yeah. So you can talk about that real quick and then we'll get into the other thing. <laughs> yeah, the the main thing that I have been working on, I guess, is Deconstruct the Universe. So that's a, a, a blog and podcast and Instagram account where we... Uh, look for the artwork, the originating artwork on the Marvel cards and figure out which comics they came from and, and credit the artists who made those since the illustrator credits no longer appear on the, on the versus cards. So it's kind of a fun way to give back to the community and to uh, promote the uh, actual talent who's behind, behind the art there. So that's kind of like the, uh, the main jam that I've had. And then the other big project that I have, which is what I'm here to talk about today, is the Wish Pile, which uh, you helped judge on last year. You were on the judging panel. And basically what that is, is a fantasy card competition where competitors get to 
design cards based around a weekly theme and whoever um, makes the best card as determined by a panel of judges uh, gets to be star designer. And then um, if they make it into the finals then they get to have one of a couple really cool prizes that we have this year. And I've been waiting for that, for you to make that announcement for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you were, you were the judge on it, like I said, last year. So um, I noticed that you had signed up to compete this year. So how, how are you feeling about being on the other side? Oh, I, I enjoy both sides to be honest. Uh, uh -huh. Being a judge was different for me because I'm normally in the, on the competitive side of things. Uh, just in cars in general. So when you asked me to be a judge, first of all, it was just I was just honored. I'm like, oh, you actually think I can do this, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I want to say about that is the new judges. It's a it was a, it was it's a lot of work. Um, uh -huh. If you want to do the judge job correctly, it requires you to do research on the cars just to make sure. Um, that the things are balanced correctly, that they fit into the game correctly. Wording is key. So uh, we were probably working about as hard as the as the competitors, but it was worth it because it was just a, a whole different feel as opposed to being a competitor. Uh -huh. um, so as far as me signing up to compete, so I just I just get this uh <laughs> I just flat out say this. I know nothing about Magic Set Editor at this point, even to this point. <laughs> so I have a lot of education to uh, do before I, we get started. And I don't know how this is going to go. Um, uh -huh. We got some tech guys on on Team Apex. I am not one of them. You know, I, mm -hmm. I know just enough about technology and computers to do what I need to do. And if I need right. to learn, something, I can. But I am not a tech guy. That. That's Marcellus and and uh and Bam. So I gotta uh -huh. I gotta I gotta educate myself with Magic Set Editor and figure out how to make this stuff work. Uh as far as designing the cards goes, I I am excited to uh get into whatever it is that you have planned for us and and uh just show what I can do as far as a as a designer and a creative is concerned. Yeah, because you've got a little bit of uh, you've had a little bit of practice with that uh, lately. It's a lot of practice. <laughs> I was, uh, it's a lot of practice. So, um, yeah, so I've, I've been uh, designing fantasy cards for the last few months. And uh, it is it's work, man. Like if you're really trying to if you're really trying to get it right, it requires it requires a lot of work. Uh -huh. So, which is fine. I don't mind working. But yeah. if you have passion for the subject that you're doing and you have passion for card games, exactly. it's, it's just it's just enjoyable. Especially if you're a creative person, it allows you to get that that whole creative flow going. So uh -huh. man, I'm I'm I am I might come in this competition and my cards might look like trash, but I'm definitely excited to be <laughs> involved from this this end. I'm, I'm not upset at all that you replaced me with my teammate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, as far as the judges go, I wanted to 
uh, one, uh, change things up a little bit so it wasn't the same every year. But I also wa did want to give you a chance because I knew that you were interested in, in actually competing this time around. And so it's like, yeah, let's let's uh, do a little a little round robin and get the people who are judging last year. If they want to compete, they can and then get some new judges to to put their own twist on on what they think is a is a worthwhile card and that kind of stuff. But I think that when you're designing these cards, it's like, it really is for me anyway, it's, it's the love of, of the, the characters and the love of the stories and wanting to like, and, and of course the love of verses on top of that and wanting to kind of meld those two things. Like we get a lot of, as Marvel, as a Marvel fan, I'm really thankful that we get as much Marvel as we do out of verses, but you know, there's like an infinite supply of other Marvel characters and, and um, plots and storylines and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, what, what would it look like if this was in the game? Or what would it look like if, you know, the Peaky Blinders had their own box set or whatever? It's like, it's like this, you know, I just, I just love these characters so much that it's like, you know, if, if, for example, they do a character dirty, like <clears throat> a major victory, maybe, um, <laughs> then it's like, how can I, <laughs> how can I create a, a version of him that like people would actually want to play or at least that I would want to play. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's fun to like, just kind of have that to like translate that passion into like seeing, you know, how this would turn out in, in an ideal world for you. So that's what I like. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about like what, what appeals to you about making fantasy cards in the first place? Like, like why did you want to make turtles in the first place? Um, the reason that that appealed to me was because, you know, part of the whole versus experience was supposed to be about different IPs matching up against each other. And I get it. Yeah. It's not that easy when you consider the licensing issues and things of okay. that nature. Um, sure. and, and, and don't get me wrong. Marvel is my favorite. You know, it's mm -hmm. awesome. So, you know, it's not a big deal that Marvel is the basis of the game. I mean, they have <laughs> over a thousand characters and that have well-established histories and more new ones coming in all the time. So Marvel being the base, that that's a strong base. But mm -hmm. the promise was, hey, we're going to get other IPs. And then we got when they open it up to photo, you know, stuff that opened it up even more. And when you think about all of the things that are constantly being created and all of this just vast history of cartoons and movies and things of that nature. It's like, man, we need to get some of this stuff in the game. So yeah. uh, that's one thing, just the, just the desire to have more IPs interact with what's already been created. Now the turtles thing is just simply, is just to put it simply, they just fit. They just fit. Uh -huh. It seems yeah. like, they should be in the game. Uh -huh. so, so that's why I wanted to make fantasy cards for turtles. Um, yeah. and, and it's that simple. I, like, I don't have anything complicated about it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even the biggest turtles fan on my team at all. It's just that uh -huh. when I thought about it, I'm like, man, turtles, they, they feel like they need to be in the game. Yeah. So that's, that's why, you know, that was my first, uh, uh, feel to play in, so to speak. 
Yeah, whenever people have talked about, you know, the subject comes up every so often in the collective or Discord, like, if you could have any IP, what would it be? And the first time someone said turtles, I was like, that'd be cool. But then I thought about it more. And I was like, no, actually, I think that is like, truly my number two, like even above Star Wars. Uh, like, I would like, I would love to see, like, I really think turtles is the next IP that that should be in the game. So, and, and I, I'm not even a big, like, like you said, you're not a big Turtles fan. I'm probably even less of a Turtles fan. Most of it is nostalgia from when I was a kid. And when I was looking through the cards that you, you had designed, it was crazy to me. Like there was a bunch of characters where I was like, I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you've heft up with Turtles a lot better than I have. And even hey. that saying it, it's like Turtles needs to be in verses in some way or another. So. I'm glad that someone has uh, <laughs> attempted it anyway. So now that you said that, right, mm-hmm. um, a lot of those characters I didn't really know. Oh, yeah. I, and that and that just goes to what I said earlier, is that it's work. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there's research involved. If you, like, if yeah. you, like, of course, you can take, you can sit down at, at, and, at a spreadsheet and you can just write some nonsense and it would just, and it would just be a card. You can do that. <laughs> and it would be uh it would exist that doesn't mean it would be functional for uh-huh. me what's what was important is that it actually fit what was established mm-hmm. so you know uh just making a you know just making a, a coming up with ideas for it was was just you know something that was just fun to do and you know that's it so you know uh if i was to go through it again you know it would just be about making sure wording and everything was correct. That was that's another wow. thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, car designers deserve way more leeway and credit to oh. <laughs> and respect for what they do. It is so easy to get wording wrong, to get spelling wrong, to get uh, to contradict what the card is supposed to do when and compared to a, a similar card that came out before. It is so easy. And uh, because when you're when you're going through all of these programs, somehow things just get mixed, mismatched and yeah. your eyes get tired when you're going through all the text. So, <laughs> uh-huh. so yeah, yeah I, with my latest batch, I did I did some of the classic Guardians of the Galaxy from the 90s series. And I was reviewing I was going over those with an, another guy who likes to do fantasy cards, and that's uh, Michael Goodwin. And so mm-hmm. I sent sent my cards to him and I was like, you know, what do you think of these? Do they seem balanced and, and that kind of stuff? And he sent back to me a bunch of wording changes to be like, this is actually how they say this in the game. Like, I feel like I'm usually pretty good at figuring out what the wording, what wording the game uses. But he had found a bunch of other ones that I didn't catch. And I was like, cool, thanks. And I made those changes. And then right before I was about to share the list in the collect in the Discord, um, then I realized there there were like two two cards that still had wrong wording on them. And it's like, man, I've looked at these so many times and I've I've you know gone through it and tried to make sure all the mechanics work as intended, and I'm still making mistakes, you know, right bef- right up to the point where I'm like okay, this is ready to share. And I'm sure there's probably stuff in there that I still haven't caught that someone else is like, oh, this guy sucks because he didn't know this one thing or whatever. So Right, that's uh, what they. That's what people say when you say, like, you didn't see this? I'm like, man, 
I corrected about 30 other mistakes before I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I saw it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's just a part of the game. I was kind of ribbing um, Danny and Ben for their, uh, is it Helmet Zemo? Uh, is he the older Zemo? Yeah. Uh, basically the first Zemo, the elder Zemo. Um, they had, they said to uh, destroy an equipment instead of KO it. And so I rib, kind of ribbed them about it, but it's like, I totally understand like that, like destroy, I, I believe that's a magic terminology and I'm sure they're, they've played a lot of magic and they're used to that. And so it just gets, you know, sometimes your wires get crossed in your brain and you're like, Oh yeah, destroy the equipment. And, and then once it goes to print, it's like, Oh nope, that was supposed to be KO. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely have a lot of forgiveness for, for things like that. Cause it's, Oh yeah, man. Easy. <laughs> for sure and, and you yeah. know what so as a former judge anybody that's in this competition I one of the hardest things for me to do was to lower my score for what I thought was an outstanding card just because mm -hmm. of like wording errors and spelling mistakes and things of that nature yeah. um, that that's tough man so anybody that's doing a competition do your research and get that wording correctly why am I giving yeah. you all tips? I'm trying to win. <laughs> maybe, cool. uh, maybe get another set of eyes on it to, <laughs> right. to help you out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, so since uh, you're doing this Wish Pile event again, and hopefully you doing you do it every year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you do deconstruct the universe, and and that's an awesome thing. So I know you're always. Uh, you're always keyed in on what what art is out there and what storylines you think should be in there. What event or storyline would you like to see covered in Versus? And, and I guess in Marvel that they haven't touched yet. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really easy to say to say which characters you want to see, but I think that like for me, a lot of the fun in designing fantasy cards is like surfacing this like trying to tell the stories within the context of the cards like especially with main characters um you can kind of tell the story of their leveling up and and how they gain more power as they go along but even like with supporting characters like on one of our deconstruct the universe podcasts we talk about the vision card the very first vision card and i kind of go in depth about like who vision is and what his power sets are and and basically like if you think about it vision is the Superman of the Marvel universe. Like he's got flight, he's super strong. He can uh, shoot lasers out of his eyes. Like he basically can do everything that Superman does, except maybe he's not as fast, but he can phase instead. So he can like go through walls and stuff like that. And so like putting every single power uh, that vision can do on like a single supporting character card is it's basically not going to happen. Like you don't have enough room to put every vision power to be a hundred percent true to the character. And so it's like, you have to look at which version of that character you want to represent and like what the biggest strengths of those characters you want to feature are. And so, I mean, that's kind of why we get multiple characters. Like we have several Wolverines to choose from at this point. And it's like each of those Wolverines is kind of telling a different Wolverine story. So I guess this is a long way of saying like, that's kind of what appeals to me about creating fantasy cards and, and seeing what new cards are coming out is like seeing the storylines that kind of get uncovered as you're playing the game. Like with the latest Lethal Protector 
symbiote's arc, then that dealt a lot with um, both lethal protector and maximum carnage storylines. And so it's just like, it's like goes beyond just like which characters are, do we want to feature, but you know, which versions of the characters you want to feature. So for me, um, being a comics fan, I'm, I'm pretty interested in like the alternate universe takes on mm. characters. So the one that, that always comes to my mind, even though I'm not the biggest X-Men fan is, and, and I feel like we have like plenty of X-Men in the game already, but it's Age of Apocalypse. Like that yeah. was just such a hard hitting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> such a hard hitting storyline for me when I was in my youth. And it's, and I just like kind of can't get enough of that, that crazy universe. And so it would really be fun to see that represented in verses. Man, we are we're on the same page. That's exactly what I was thinking when I asked you that. <laughs> um, I love Age of Apocalypse, even though I think a lot of it was was uh, <laughs> now that I'm looking back on it, a lot of it was was hilariously funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> some storylines. Uh, you know, it, it was as I got older, alternate storyline type stuff and timeline uh, stuff start to get more and more annoying for uh-huh. a reason that has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. I'll probably address it <laughs> another time. But yeah. like um it was just cool to see different versions of the character. And the uh-huh. and it's such an impactful story that many of those characters are are in the main universe now, even though I think that whole universe eventually got destroyed. But that's right. how impactful those characters are. So Yes, I would love to see that in verses for sure. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 sort of enjoyable how bleak it is because that story literally ends with like their world being nuked to death. And so like <laughs> theoretically that timeline <laughs> should have ended. And like the generation next story where Colossus basically witnesses his whole team like get massacred one by one and he kind of doesn't do anything to stop it. Um, it's just like so deliciously dark it's and it's it's fun to see like these kinds of storylines explored where like maybe it wouldn't work in the marvel universe to be quite that dark and quite that dystopian Mm -hmm. but like for a short while you know for four months or six months out of the year it's like let's just see you know how how dark we can go with this Um, remember when when uh magneto split apocalypse in half (laughs) i was like i was like why did you do that a long time ago (laughs) if you if you do that (laughs) i love comics man yeah all right so is there anything else you want to mention before you make your announcement uh yeah well i guess uh real quick just in case anyone hasn't heard by now I'll, i'll go over the prizes this year so if you are chosen as the star designer of the week, there, there are going to be four star designers. Then you'll get a deck box with some custom dress on them that uh, makes them make that says uh, wish pile star designer, or uh, there will be one fan favorite as well. Uh, and then if you manage to get second place, then you'll get a shout out from Akira Akbar, who plays uh, young Monica Rambeau in Captain Marvel. So uh, that will be uh, fun. She'll say hi to you and uh, congratulate you on your, your uh, second place uh, standing there. 
And then for first place, I have a signed six drop Logan card uh, signed by legendary X-Men writer Chris Claremont. So uh, just to give you some extra incentive to sign up, those are going to be the awards that I'm giving out this year. I don't know how you pulled these things off, but that is extremely cool. <laughs> extremely cool, man. It, it took some thought. I wanted to go kind of beyond the the playmat route and uh, and do something that that got people excited for excited to compete in a new way. So uh, yeah, it was, it was really fun to to get get that coordinated. I was excited before I heard those prizes, and when uh, I heard them, I was like, ooh. <laughs> now you really got to work hard. Yeah, for sure. I better learn Magic Set Editor. <laughs> yeah, no slacking off. How many uh, have, have signed up so far? Before you uh, Last I checked, there were 15. Um, last Ooh. year, we got 16 total, so we're in a pretty good spot. Um, in a way, I was kind of wondering if I should continue to promote it because reviewing 16 submissions last year, like you said, was a lot of work. And so mm. uh, I was like, how many more people do we actually want to sign up? But um, yeah, please, please do sign up. And uh, we're on track to beat last year's number. Um, don't know by how much, but uh, the deadline is Sunday. So make sure you get signed up by Sunday and uh, you'll get a chance to compete. Okay. And then uh, for for the, an extra bonus announcement, I will uh, I'll drop this little hint. So last year, I dropped the uh, the first week's theme a little bit early, and uh, I'm going to do that here on this podcast right now. So uh, if you're signed up, get prepared uh, because appropriately enough, the first week's theme for Wishpile 2022 is going to be Alternate Universe Week. Oh. So uh, that was a theme that it's a, it's actually a throwback from last year. There, there are going to be a few new themes, but there'll be a few throwback themes as well. And um, the uh, last year that was the final match was uh, alternate universe week. And Matt Perel came up with Wolvie from the X babies universe. And uh, C stacks came up with um, cosmic ghost rider for their cards and uh, so I wanted to give everyone else a chance to um, design their own alternate universe card. So I'm bringing that theme back again as the first general wish pile theme for this next week. So start thinking about which uh, alternate universe characters uh, or settings that you want to, uh, that you might want to feature in your first fantasy card. Wow. So the finals, <laughs> The theme for the finals, you're using that for the first week. Sounds like uh, things are going to get pretty intense in this year's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. The criteria will be a little bit different um, for what you're actually going to be designing, so it won't be exactly the same as what they designed last year. But, um, but yeah, let's just say we're, we're stepping it up a notch. Hey, man, I'm, I'm here, and I'm all for it. I'm ready to get started. Uh, you got to earn yeah. that signed card. <laughs> or take the L. Either way, I'm, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And uh, I'm uh -huh. glad you wanted to share that uh, to all the people uh, on this podcast. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you having
here today. Uh, it's been fun, fun chatting about cards and comics with you. All right. And so we're going to end it here. You got anything else you want to say to the listeners? Uh, that's all. All right. Well, everybody, uh, you heard it here. First week, Austin in Universe, Wish Pal. Uh, the uh, deadline for that is Sunday. And he's opened it up for everybody else that wants to join. So come on and get a part of this Chris Claremont card. <laughs> and you can find the link on uh, Facebook Collective and on the Discord in the Fantasy Card section if you want to sign up. All right. So we're going to end it. Thank you very much, Justin, for being here. Uh, we'll see you guys in the collective and on the Discord. Thanks a lot. Bye.